hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth. I'm Dr. Maria here with Rudy Giuliani, and we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, we're going to start today on Columbus Day. Columbus Day is Monday. WABC is going to have be broadcasting live on 5th Avenue in 59th Street from 12.15 to 1 p.m., John Castamatidis will be there, Curtis Sliwa, Frank Marano, and others. And they'll also have... Every Italian-American we can find. <laughs> well, there'll be Italian-Americans on the float as well. And I am honored to be on the float. Mayor Rudy Giuliani will be on the float, and I'm sure others. But I wanted to tell them about the broadcasting on 59th and... Please do. Please and do. Fifth I be- add one thing to your invitation? Yes. I would like to invite Hispanics. I would like to invite, which I think would include Portuguese. I would invite uh, people who are Jewish. Well, it's all a, of whom claim ancestry. Yeah, it's a. Well, let me finish by saying what I wanted to say is you're invited to go down to the broadcasting station because they will they will have uh, some pizza down there from Grimaldi's and also some beautiful Italian pastries. Now in America you would say you say it Giuseppe, but the Italian way to say it is Giuseppe. Giuseppe Pastries will be at our broadcasting booth and also look out for the WABC float. But I did want to give you a little history about Columbus Day. So Columbus was an Italian, a Genovese, and, um, but he was working for the Spanish government and he discovered the Americas. So a lot of people celebrate. It's not just the United States. There are a lot of countries in the Americas who celebrate it. And it took a while for us to make it a federal holiday. There was a bunch of reiterations and different iterations of it. But in um, the 400th anniversary, something really terrible happened in New Orleans. Eleven immigrant immigrants from Italy were hung. They, there was a lynching, and they were hung. So to appease Italian-Americans, they said, okay, well, you know, Benjamin Harrison said, you know, we'll have a one-time national holiday on Columbus Day. And people started more identifying it instead of the discovery of the Americas, but about na- uh, Italian heritage. And it, it wasn't until, geez, I think President Lyndon Johnson, actually in 1968, that he signed into law, effective in 1971, that it became a federal holiday. But... Uh, any thoughts on Columbus Day, Mayor oh, Rudy? so many, so many, so many, so many. I grew up in an Italian-American family. But let me describe to you, my grandparents, all my grandparents pretty much had gotten into the United States before the beginning of the 20th century. So uh, not that we were rich, we weren't, or, or nobility, we weren't. But we were an older Italian-American family. Often thought we should describe ourselves, even the new ones, as American-Italians, uh, American-Irish, American-German. American, I, I, oh, and actually, Maria and I, who 
only met each other about three, four years ago, have always had that essential same feeling. Yeah, yeah. America should be American should be first. I'm very, very proud to be American, but I also like my 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 heritage. You know, on my father's side, there's uh, I have a great grandparents from Belgium, on his my my grandfather's paternal side from Armenia. My mother's just from Italy, but um, uh, but, you know, uh, but you know, like I tell I'm my proud. son, my son is half Italian. From, from daddy, and from mommy, he is, and I, I, I'm probably going to miss something. Don't get angry at me, anybody, but uh, I, her dad, Don, Donna's dad, was Polish and Czech. And her mom was a, a number of things, beautiful lady. Her mom was uh, part French, part Irish. I, I, I think that was it, part French and part Irish. So, so Andrew is like half Italian. And one sixteenth everything else. <laughs> ah, ah. But you we're all American. Italian? If you oh, are a no. citizen, you're, we're all of American. We're all American. But on that ethnic side, when you're half Italian and one sixteenth other things, like you are, you kind of identify. You're all with Italiano. It. You're Italiano. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Let's, let's just, you know another reason. Italiano. Another reason, Rudy, why pe- people often identify Columbus Day more with you know, just celebrating Italian heritage than discovery of the Americas is because people often remember that people from Japan that were in the United States were interned during World War II. So weren't Italians. Yeah. Italians were interned. Actually, they had a designation as enemy aliens. So uh, Franklin Roosevelt had made a proclamation of saying, you know what, we're, let's just celebrate Columbus Day. And he removed that term to those Italian Americans as, actually they weren't Americans because he did offer 200,000 elderly Italians citizenship to make up for interning them. <laughs> so you and I are, are similar in the sense that, I think this is right, our grandparents are from, overseas, Italian or whatever, parents born here. Correct. So I, I guess that makes us second or maybe first generation. No, our no, parents first are first generation. generation. Our parents yep. were first generation. Or my mother was first generation. And then the second generation is us, and third generation are our children. It doesn't matter. Here's the way it should go. Abraham Lincoln described it best. We're all Americans because we believe the same things. I hope. Beliefs bring us together as Americans. Uh, genetics, religion, uh, family law bring us together in terms of our background. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with being fiercely proud of your background. I think it makes you uh, kind of happier about yourself and the people around you. However, the real loyalty, official loyalty, official love goes to that great American flag. Absolutely. I consider myself first American then I'm Italian by background. But then you ask me to pick my favorite country other than America. Sometimes it's Israel. Sometimes it's Great Britain. It depends on how you're acting toward the U.S. Right now, Italy's coming up there with Georgia Maloney and all of the pro-Americans are there. Italy's getting back almost into the number one spot. But uh, that's the way it works. As to culture, God, I'm a crazy Italian. I love opera. Great Italian meal last night. The meatballs could have been a little better, but, you know, what, what are you going to do? Two grandmothers who made great meatballs and uh, the rest of the Italian food. <laughs> you know, um, we talk about all the division in our country, and 
I like what you said about we're all Americans first. And that comes with, I love that people celebrate their cultures. I actually like to travel. I like to, especially European countries. Um, but our language should be first English. Keep, keep your heritage. That's perfectly fine. But, but let's be bounded by the English language because you're in America now. And, And there shouldn't be options. And when you become a citizen, you should pass proficiency tests. Actually, some of the people who be, that I'm friendly with that became citizens in the last decade or so, they know more about American history than some people interviewed on these shows on YouTube where they show in college Waters students World. in Waters World. They don't know the capital of the United States. They don't know how many countries. They don't know how many you stars on the flag. You pass a test in civics. Well, some of them know more. That's my point. Oh, yeah. Some of oh, the people, about, about our people. Uh, yeah, our own oh, homegrown <laughs> Americans. Maybe we have a confirmation. As an well, it's our freaking education system. It disappoints me so much. And then we get these articles that you told oh, me about. Oh, my goodness. You look at the New York Post today. Look at the people there. These teachers are teachers who have perverted teachers. horrible things. And things that where you would summarily punish them in the criminal justice system. When I became mayor, they t- told me about something that has a weird name. It's called, it's called the rubber room, a, real, a weird name because it could mean so many things. But that's where they put the perverted teachers and the uh, abusive teachers. And the, but you've got to pay them for three, four years. You know what I did with my police commissioner and, my, and, and, and with DAs that were not uh, traitors like, uh, like Bragg and, and the guy in the Bronx and they would prosecute them before the uh, Department of Education finished the proceeding. they go to jail for, for perverting children, for having sex with a seven-year-old. And I would still send them checks in, in the mail in, in jail until, until the DOE proceedings were finished because the union has imposed on weak mayors the most stringent sorts of rules. The teachers' union, hear this teachers' union and come and protest me. You do not exist to help the children at all. You do not exist to help the the teachers. You exist to help the worst teachers when they get in the worst trouble because they're really your big, big constituency because they're a bunch of communists. And you have done more to hurt children in America than any one single group. And you've done more to hurt America and the greatness of our history and our culture and our background than any group. If you're not Marxist, boy, oh, boy, you should get there, you know, Organization of the Year Award. You you act like a bunch of stinking communists. I, I wish I wish good teachers would somehow get rid of those unions. I was shocked to see how many women were involved in sexual exploitation of young young students as young as five years old. Some teacher live stream her breast examination by her doctor and flashed the students. Other teachers were five. They were five oh, years old. No. And another teacher with her 11th grade math students, very, very vulgar and explicit nude photos repeatedly sent to this kid. Like, what is wrong? You know, I, I have to say, I have a prejudice here. You would think of people being, um, preying on children as men. Or at least I did. And I'm you admitting. Think of men, you think of men as being the primary predators. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do too. I mean, actually, when you think about it, it sort of goes with, with the perversion of the hunter-gatherer and the, 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 the woman is more the nester, the one taking care of the net. 
Imagine how bad it is when the one taking care of the nest is the, is the perverted. Yeah. Whoa. It was like every picture in the post of these teachers was a female. My first thing was, oh, my God, they're all women. I have to say, <laughs> uh, I have to say, Doctor, as a prosecutor, where as a federal prosecutor, you don't get many of these cases, but we got some because we do enforce, like, um, we, had a, we, had, we, had, we had sex problems occasionally at West Point, uh, at the uh, daycare center. It seemed to me it was always men. Ah, uh, one woman case. Yes, one female case that I can think yeah. of now. Who was? I, I don't know how we protect our children. I really don't. You you put them in school to learn math, civic, history, and they're learning such disgusting things and perversions. And this is why they don't know the capital of our country. This is why they don't know the history of America. When, it's when, not being taught. It's not the break yet, but when we come back, because I don't have the little piece of paper in front of me right now, uh, last week I got totally shocked. I think you were on the show with me when it happened, when I found out about a legislation put in about three months ago in order to take the parents' rights away in school. The legislation sponsored by uh, people that really just have to be designated as anti-American, anti-patriotic, anti-parent, anti-Christian, anti-Jewish, and anti-common sense and anti-decency, want to pass a law that basically says that if children don't want to tell their, their parents about sex changes, they don't have to. The school can protect their privacy. The children come first, not the parents. Uh, it's a big, long bill. Uh, don't I think it's introduced in the New York State. I was going to uh, ask, is it federal or state? Well, I, yeah, the, it's the uh, Commissar Assembly, you know, the communist organ, organ that we have at the lower house in the in the state legislature that Zeldin is going to have to really destroy. Uh, now, they have five or six sponsors. I'm going to give you their names because if you vote for them, you're nuts. If you vote for them, you don't really give a damn about the future of your children. They basically you want you out. Don't you see, even in the film footage and the things that were going on in Virginia and elsewhere, the kind of hatred the teachers' union has for parents? And just stay, read what Randy Weingarten writes about how children screw up uh, the kids and the teachers have to save them. Uh, yeah. you, you mean the parents screw up? Her yeah. thought is the parents screw up the kids and the teachers got to fix yeah, of them. Course, of course <laughs> there are parents that are bad parents. But we, isolate, we, we spend time on them. We isolate them as best we can. We take their children away. From, do we do that with teachers? Would you grant me there are as many perverted teachers as parents? I bet they're all. I bet Cer- they're certainly, we're that. seeing that. But who does anything about that? Who does anything about that? The kids are just open game to the teachers. If if the parent is uh, uh, abusive, in mo- in many jurisdictions, there's at least an avenue for protection. Some places it works. Some places it doesn't. Some places when it doesn't work, like me when I came in, I made it work, and it needs a revival right now. But at least there's a place. Teachers. They can be doing this to kids for years, and nobody does a damn thing about it. And when you find out about it, you got to pay them for five years. And that, that's the worst of it, right? They're harming the children. And I understand innocent until proven guilty. But when you have text message after text message, and it's provable, it wasn't doctored or anything, I, I don't know. I, I really feel we're in a crisis in this country are, when are. it comes to our children. And they are our future. Whitney Houston's song, Children Are Our Future, Amen, that is the best line ever because that is the truth. I used to say it in the healthcare field. Oh, my God. Who's going to be taking care of us? Look at this. the children to come to me. 
because I can protect you. Maybe, maybe those lines were much more impactful than, as young people, we realize that they need Jesus' help. But we're going to be back after this with a follow-up a bit on this topic and a couple of others equally as critical to the future of our country. God bless you. We'll be back very shortly. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, I want to say something, and I want to say this is my opinion, my express opinion, not the stations, not not Rudy's. When it comes to Ukraine, Russia, I think something nefarious is going on, and it's starting, definitely Russia invaded Ukraine, bad, 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 bad. But Ukraine is stoking this. They are robbing us blind. Biden's giving a lot of... Uh, money, and I think it's to shut them up because they know a lot about his crimes. But they're also goading NATO and everybody else to get into war. And we better be smart. My opinion, I believe they may have done something to the gas pipeline. My opinion, I believe they blew up the bridge from Russia to Crimea. And I think they are trying to provoke something. Zelensky made a videotape the other day saying, here's what I think NATO should do. NATO should make preemptive strikes to Russia. Now, I'm hoping, Rudy, I'm hoping we have a very, very ineffective, stupid administration. I hope they are not leading us down the path of a third world war. Well, if you think about for a moment Zelensky's statement, which the useless fascist press in America ignored, this should have uh, involved very, very significant analysis by people in the press with an IQ above 98. If they become part of NATO, and Russia shoots one of them thereafter, we have to go to war. Did right. you know that? there is a tr- Once they become a treaty member of NATO, they are entitled to what NATO is all about, one for all, uh, to, to, to guard us against Soviet communism. So, for example, it, is, it would be no different than if they attack France. And I, I mean, I guess, I guess you could try an argument like you can continue your prior attacks, but you can't make any new ones. But if you kill a new, uh, somebody else after they are a treaty member, aren't you starting a new attack? I mean, this is, this is, it becomes impossible. Well, and then we have President Biden. Oh, please, at, you mentioned that. This, uh, yeah. He has said so many sick and dangerous things, it's hard to categorize them. If this wasn't the, one of the most dangerous, sick things any American president since Washington has said, and again, hidden by our Soviet-style press. 
Well, he, I don't think he wanted this comment to be made public. It was at a Democrat fundraiser, and he was talking about the use of nuclear weapons and in, in that it can become Armageddon. Well, of, of course it can. Armageddon is the end of civilization. So what's that trying to pump up people that, you know, if maybe we should preemptively struck, strike Russia? I don't have any idea. But listen to this cut from Karine Jean-Pierre. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but anyways, Karine Jean-Pierre was saying there's no reason to think that Putin will use nukes. And that was after Biden made his Armageddon comment. But there is a fever, right? People are already disgruntled because of Biden's inflation, um, the divisiveness in our country. So there's a big division. People are anxious. Every day there's bad news. Every day they're trying to feed their family. Rents are out of control. I don't know how young people do it. But anyways. Right, right. We are today in Manchester, New Hampshire. We were here yesterday as well, taking a very nice drive around, looking at the conditions. The homes are very, there are some very beautiful areas of, of Manchester, like any place else, rich, upper middle class, middle class, poor. The, every place from poor to rich, rents are up 15%. Oh, rent, rents are terrible. Purchase in this prices city. up too. One one bedroom apartments are fifteen hundred to two thousand. This a is month. Probably more two thousand. I mean, those are Manhattan prices a year ago, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this has been going on for a while here. And I don't know if we have rent control, but anyways, people are struggling. Anxiety is up. And then to have this thing with Ukraine and Russia, God's honest truth. I wish we'd walk away from not only NATO but the UN too. I want no. the UN out of this country. Number two, I agree with you. They come in and <laughs> they perform. New York City like they commit crimes they don't get prosecuted they claim diplomatic immunity may I say something a little different on NATO yes go ahead I'll say something a little different on NATO because NATO is a question of whether we have American leadership or not Uh, uh, and it's really the question of the pathetic uh, leadership we have right now but Trump got a lot out of NATO first of all he got more than half of them to pay their uh, fair fair share. share he got Germany to get within one quarter of their fair share uh, also, he got them to participate. We're going to take a, a brief uh, uh, pause. And when we come back, I'm going to finish that thought. And we're going to get you your telephone calls. Come on now, call in. Let's go. We want to talk. 1-800-848-9222. Okay, we do have the cut now. Uh, let's go to the cut from Jean-Pierre. President planned to use the word Armageddon. Why did he choose that particular reference to Revelation 1616? Okay, so Russia's talk of using nuclear weapons is irresponsible. And there's no way to use, uh, to use them without unintended consequences. It cannot happen. Uh, we, want, we won't be intimidated by Putin's rhetoric. We have not seen any reason to adjust our own nuclear posture, nor do we have indications they are preparing to use them, but Putin can de-escalate this at any time, and there is no reason to escalate. So every other day, his administration has to backpedal what he says. No, he didn't say that. He really means this. And can I tell you, they changed transcripts. When Vice President Kamala Harris said we were allies with North Korea, the official transcript came out without the North. And I don't know if we need to put asterisks, but I, I, I always thought transcripts are supposed to be word for word, but maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm mistaken. No, seriously, maybe I am. Maybe it's transcripts are sorry. what they oh, meant to say. I don't know. I mean, are we, we all crazy here? 
These but are not things to laugh at. They're too serious documents. Very serious. They really are too serious. You know, this all comes down to the fact that how could it be that a time like this, which uh, where uh, Biden wants to tell you we're as close to nuclear war as we were during the Cuban Missile Crisis. I don't know if that's true or not, but he believes it. How could it be that we have a man who's mentally clearly deficient as president? If you do not realize that this man is ill, there's something wrong with you. If you can't pick it up in the, in the fact that he's looking for dead people and he forgets sentences and he doesn't know where to turn when he turns around, he can't say the Pledge of Allegiance, he forgets what's on his paper and doesn't read it correctly. So Rudy, if you don't realize that at eight, what those symptoms are at 80 years old, well then it has nothing to do with his age. Brainwashed, you're either brainwashed, or you, yeah, he. Or you're stupid. Obviously, he's mentally um, incapable of his role. He's been a chronic liar his whole, uh, at least public life. But it's not the only thing. The vice president is inept. She has no understanding of foreign policy or even foreign history, never mind our own history, but it's everybody around them. It's the Obama the administration. Part, the weird part is people ask you, well, who makes the decisions for him? Well, of course people do. Well, then the people making the decisions for him are not demented, but the people make decisions for him are ridiculous. I mean, they're sick. They're almost like traitors. They give up an airbase 400 miles from China. When, when five years from now, we, we may need that air base Lloyd to Austin, defend ourselves. Another Lloyd Austin guy. says it's not critical. Don't Look, idiot, don't tell me it's not critical. Don't tell me an air base 400 miles is not critical. We're going to take our break. We'll be right, right back, and then we'll get to your calls. Thank you. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with uh, Dr. Maria on our Uncovering the Truth show, sponsored by... Tunnel to Towers, the organization that takes care of our wounded and deceased members in uniform who, who, who serve our country. Uh, you know, um, there's a, a little uh, text that we received from a caller. I'm going to let him explain. Sonny is uh, from Staten Island. Can he's an Italian-American. You want to read that? Okay, was he so was well going to call in Obviously, and tell us about it. He's kind of shy but... and he doesn't. But this is about Lieutenant Joseph Petrosino, who took on the black hand at the turn of the century. And Lieutenant Petrosino was one of the early Italian-American members of the NYPD, which was then heavily, heavily, heavily Irish Catholic. And um, there was a statue to him in New York. And... Uh, and there is a very famous movie that did have something to do with my development of my anger, my, my embarrassment, my um, righteous indignation about what was then called the black hand but became the mafia. And my father and mother, not denying it, but telling me that it was true. The movie stars uh, Ernest Borgnine. But let me read you what, um, what Sonny sent to us. Good morning, Dr. Maria. I think Rudy will be delighted that him and I have the same great Italian-American law enforcement icon as a hero. Lieutenant Joe Petrosino was credited for initiating the NYPD bomb squad, quite true, and the Italian squad 
which ultimately was the group that I used to get the mafia, by the way. I, I just added that. The only police officer ever killed in the line of duty and had an inspector's funeral in Italia and the U.S. is murdered by the Casa Nostra in Palermo, Sicily in 1909. His close friend, remember he had been police commissioner, his close friend, President Teddy Roosevelt, gave his eulogy to a crowd then of 250,000 people. Italian-Americans, you want a hero? You got one. And don't tell me Italians didn't fight against the mafia. Like, don't tell me that most blacks aren't totally opposed to the few blacks who cause all the problems. Or you, you give me the group and I'll, I, there's nobody in America who knows this better than me because I fought them all and just about all of them wanted to kill me. But I also had more supporters in all those groups, including blacks that come up to me now, hundreds, and thank me for what I did. Or Italians that come up to me and thank me for, you got rid of my uncle. He was a, you know what? <laughs> is that right? Dr. Yes, Maria is I with have me to say, the oddest thing that I saw was someone coming up and saying, I was so appreciative you put my uncle away. But this is a true statement. I've made it before. Wherever you go with Rudy Giuliani, right? No, not people, about me, Maria. Yeah, can I just say one thing? Joe Petrosino. People want to take their picture with the mayor. People, very, very nice. And he's always gracious. And no matter what he's doing, he takes a picture. Well, I have to say, it's the minorities that get emotional. I've seen it. We leave the studio. We get in an Uber or a taxi. And if it's black, Hispanic, somebody from Iran, somebody from Pakistan, India, they start crying. Yeah, the they times get very, very emotional and saying, I can't believe I have Mayor Giuliani in my cab. Um, you were the best. My neighborhood was so violent. You made it better for me. So that's my little right, it tells you. It tells you, you when the New York Times and those communist influence organizations tell you how upset and angry and disaffected uh, minorities are they're no more angry or disaffected than you are and they want exactly the same things you want and they want and the ones who are in the poverty area you know still want the same things my grandpa and grandma wanted and by the way will you stop this stuff about blacks and poverty blacks have made it I yes there are some left behind there are some Italians left behind there are some uh, Jews left behind I, uh, there's a whole organization that feeds starving Jews, and people say that's not true. I've, I've gone there and done it. The African-American black community should be an example of the kind of progress you can make in America against all odds. You can't believe how many successful African-Americans, blacks, whatever you want to call them, wonderful people. You can make it if you have drive, I'm telling you, and that's what I'm afraid. We, we say value should unite us in America, right? You can have your own opinion about anything, and you may believe for in a big government. I happen to believe the best way we can run this country is a small government. But we could have differences, but the values of hardworking, law-abiding, that should be across every party line. Founded here. Yeah. This is what he founded. And yet people say, well, he didn't find America. Other people here first. Good. You know, the tree falls in the forest. Nobody hears it. We don't know the tree fell. The guy who announces that the tree fell gives us the first indication the trees fall in the forest. Somebody had to be that first person. Someone had to be that first person. 
had it been uh, Giuseppe uh, 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 or um, was it Amerigo Vespucci? Yeah, uh, it, would, it would be America. Sure. But he he founded America too, but he wasn't as not, not as fast and not as prominently as Cristoforo Colombo when he landed. I believe in the Dominican that little spot in the Dominican yes, Republic where down, I stood yep. and said a half hour of prayers. I almost never get through a half hour of prayers. Well, we have a board of people wanting to talk to us. Let's go to Charlie from New Jersey. Oh, thank you so much for calling on me. I'll try to make it quick. I had something to say about Joe Biden's uh, talk about Armageddon. Just briefly, uh, of course, Jesus Christ is the known prophet of, of God, and he has something to do with Armageddon, of course. But the thing I wanted to mention, I do... Uh, medium work, and I got some information that there's a second prophet in the who, earth who, who besides Jesus Christ, but an unknown prophet. Are you, are you, are you, first of all, are you serious with us? Yes. Now you, really do, you really do medium work, and you believe in it? Yes. And so tell, tell us yes. what you found. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to uh, dismiss well, you as long as you're, as long as you're Christ, being serious. The, the, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Yes. Okay. And the second prophet is the uh, the second prophet is uh, the unknown prophet is uh, I don't know if I should say this. I might offend you or offend your religious beliefs. I, I think you should I say, well say it. it. If this is your uh, belief, I think you should say it, and I will take it in the spirit of this is what you believe. If you're in good faith, so say it to me. Give it a shot, Rudy. Uh, it is that uh, I believe there is two. Well, now we have two divinities, not Wait. one. I, I, oh, okay. Right. Look, I, I can't spend more time on this. Tell me who it is that you believe is the second divinity. Uh, Mother Nature. Okay, I got you. I got you. Not, I understand that. We could we could have an interesting conversation about that. Thank you very very much. Thank you for your call, Charlie. I mean, that's a, Mother Nature. Okay. Well, let's go to Rick. Rick, another New Jersey person. Good morning, Rick. Rick, are you a medium? Oh, Rick is gone. So, Rudy, well, I wanted to Rick ask you, left. you know, I've been, I live in New Hampshire, and I often read things in New York because our uh, WABC is uh, stationed in New York. But I was not up to date with what's happening with the, oh, with the stabbing gosh. of the look dead the, people. Look, please look at the front page of the, of the, of the Post. That's a horrible one for a Sunday. I do not fault the Post. Sometimes I do, you know. Uh, but uh, sick pocket, and I've been saying this now for months, and I've, I've talked it over with my law enforcement expert buddies all the time. Every time, I can get, every time I get a law enforcement expert buddy on, I ask him the same question. Do you notice a difference in the type of crime we have now? The cold cocking, the hitting in the back, the pushing over of old people, uh, the crimes we talked about it a couple of days, the crimes without motive. Like, like with, uh, with, the, with, with the lieutenant, I mean, she was killed without motive. Well, she stabbed 20 times. We don't even know the reason. This is getting to be, I don't want to say epidemic, but a uh, 40-year-old pedestrian was crushed under the wheels of a truck on 8th Avenue in Midtown. And then they, they, and then they started p pummeling her. I, I think she was dead. 
And, peop and, and people... What, what does that mean, pummeling? Like, started hitting kicking, her when kicking, she was... Kicking, 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 kicking. What the sticks, heck? Stuff so like that. So that means they ran over her on this purpose. Is on, this is on... I haven't seen the video yet because I was up here. So look at the video. I just have the description here from the post, and I see the guy kicking her. And they're kicking... I think they're kicking a dead body. My... Then we've got the guy, then we've got this other one, uh, uh, Saquon Lemons, and he he uh, gets arrested for knifing someone in the back. In the back. Twenty-seven knifed someone in the back, Charles Monroe, several times. On a on on a northbound on a northbound train on East 176th Street in the back in the back it's viciousness it's savagery I hate these videos when one innocent person's on the ground and multiple people are kicking them in the I'm head just looking at the, at, at, even I said to Rudy and Rudy's getting to to know me I do can get a little temper especially when I think people are abusing <laughs> somebody of uh who's I weaker right I uh, and I know I would have been in trouble that really disgusting video of the guy coming off the subway chasing the woman's last name was Gomez. I guess he she didn't pay any attention to him. He's a homeless guy, but really buff like he works out every day, chased her down, pummeled her, like hitting her repeatedly, kicking her in the head. One man tried to come but was frightened away and ran away. I know I would have been in that mix. God help me, I probably would have been killed, but I couldn't watch that. Myself, I know me. Every time something happens on the road, Dr. Maria makes a stop. I've always been we like that. Some, we've inter we've intervened. Uh, they say, Mayor, Mayor, it's not that bad. Some of them gets worried. I, there's a little fender bender. Mayor, Mayor, it really, there's no problem here. But uh, if she sees the police are taking care of it or they say they she goes away, but on an airplane, I'm I'm sitting there reading. I don't, I've forgotten where I think I think we were going to the Republican convention in Michigan, and I'm sitting there reading my my little talk, not paying attention to the world. And I look over, and Maria's not there anymore. So I I needed to ask her a question about the speech. So I say to the I say to the lady, um, the the attendant, where did you see where Dr. Maria went? Because they all get, she gets to know everybody on the plane. <laughs> so uh, she said, Oh, Dr. Maria's in the back taking care of the person who's having a heart attack. I said, What? I, I will never mind. This is uh, honestly, we all have our talents and God put me on this earth. And I truly believe this to help others. And whether it's a medical problem or whatever it is, I'm going to help. And I often get called to help on planes. Yeah, I know, don't know what it is. Three other doctors on the plane who all sat there and didn't identify, didn't want liability. Yeah. No. Yeah, uh, how about another profession, guys? You know, that Hippocratic oath. And how about another profession? It reminds me of the people who won't represent Trump because it's too... Because it's too, uh, oh, it's going to hurt their reputation. They forget one of the heroes of our profession is John Adams, who represented the Boston soldiers who killed colonialists, possibly justified. But to do it then yeah, and be John Adams. Great, great you series. Be John Adams rather than yep. a sniveling little coward. I think they did a series Don't of it on HBO about John Adams. Fantastic series. I recommend it. That's why I represented. So your buddy, anyways, everybody looks to you about being the master of the Hunter laptop, and you have all knowledge of it. And you came out with, right when you got it, you this started screaming this about that gun application. Because well, he lied. I don't even know why the hell they're prosecuting me. It's such a disgrace. The damn thing has been there for two and a half. They, they've had it for two and a half years. I've had it for three and a half years. Uh, known about it. It's a sl slam dunk. It's ridiculous. Uh, so now, so now. They have a telephone call with his sister-in-law mistress, right? 
in which he wants he wants money so he can go into rehab and these phone calls one of them is six weeks before and one is a couple of days before he signs on a federal form that he's not a drug addict now i don't even know why they need this I got a photo of him smoking the damn stuff five days before. And I have to say, you and had I it out it on there, podcast. You know what, two and a half years ago. And I went to the Delaware police with with Bernie Carrick over a year ago. And I said, how do you escape this? You've got, I'm not a drug addict. Same couple of days, puff, 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 while driving an automobile. So we got three crimes here now, don't we? Or at least two. We got the federal crime of making a false statement on a federal form. There are people sitting in federal prison for it. There's the more serious crime of being an addict and walking around with a gun. That's a 10-year felony. There are people in federal prison for it who aren't protected, who aren't part of the corrupt democratic government that we are part of. And then there's uh, uh, being in this condition. And they hi- let, me hi- let me give you the one they love to hide from you. Even the New York Post. (laughs) Hunter Biden announces to his father that he's a danger to the children. Hunter Biden denies what a psychiatrist found, that he sexually abused them or was, let me use the right word, was sexually inappropriate with them. Psychiatrist says that. He says that's not true to his father. But he says, I am a danger to the children and must be kept away. Why don't you know about that? We don't get squeamish anymore about uh, child pornography. We cover people arrested for that unless they are Democrat-protected princelings. This is Rudy Giuliani, and we'll be back with our Last couple of minutes, Charlie, and we'll get to a few of your calls. God bless you. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno, he's your numero uno. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani with the incomparable Dr. Maria, uh, who... uh, observations right from the very beginning are inspired i must tell you i don't know where she has gathered all this wisdom in her numerous degrees or life i'm not sure one or the other but she's got both she's got street sense being emergency room and stuff like that and then she's got tremendous book knowledge so not everybody puts that together that way you know one person who did bernie our friend bernie our friend bernie our friend bernie mcgurk oh my goodness I, we have a call, I think, uh, someone wants to ask about Bernie. I don't know how much time yes. we have, but I really think it's worth taking it. Bob, how are you from Long Island? Yes. Hi, Rudy and Dr. Maria. I'm a big fan of Bernie McGurk. Yes, so is everybody. I came up with a big idea of how the Mets can pay tribute to Bernie today. Bernie was a big, lifelong Mets fan. Uh, Chad Lopez did an eloquent two-minute video on Thursday talking about the life of Bernie. I would want the Mets to play that video as a tribute to Bernie on the big TV screen and ah. then and then have a moment of silence 
And then I also thought it would be another great tribute to Bernie to have Sid Greenberg throw out the first pitch. Oh, how nice. That's well, I'm very gonna try. I'm not, I'm not, I, I used to be when Fred was the owner of the Mets. I was very close to the Mets, believe it or not, almost as close as the Yankees. Um, but I'm not as close to them as I am. But, well, but we are you, ABC. Is, I'll get the message to them. I'll get it to them. I, I think it's a wonderful idea, my friend. I think it's a wonderful idea. And by the way, you know, uh, Sid, uh, uh, Sid and Bernie used to have great uh, sports conversations because Sid was a sports reporter at one time. You, I mean, you, you, I used to sit there with them, you know, when we had nothing to do and we could have great sports conversations. You know, it's funny when I hear about people all week play, paying tribute to Bernie. Um, a lot of them talk about his impression of Cardinal, Cardinal O'Connor. <laughs> and Cardinal O'Connor would be upset with Bernie because Cardinal O'Connor did not have an Irish brogue. Cardinal O'Connor <laughs> was upset with Bernie. Loved him, though. Loved Bernie. But uh, uh, when I would be with him, you know, and I and I have to say, I, I'm not saying this as a name dropper, I, I became very close to Cardinal O'Connor after beginning, not so close because of our discussions on abortion. Uh, but I became very close to Cardinal O'Connor in his last three or four years, and he used to love saying, that Bernie McGurk, you're doing me as an, uh, I was an admiral in the Navy. I don't have an Irish brogue. <laughs> then I say, come on, you love him. You know, of course, who doesn't love him? He's brilliant. <laughs> and he's a great Catholic. And he is. He's a great Catholic. You never said that about me. Uh. You say it about Bernie. But I, t I love the way in which Bernie used to talk about the, the Cardinal. And he would say, oh, let me see who I'm going to excommunicate today. To give him my list. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a big loss, not only to his wasn't like family, all. to all of the fans that loved Bernie, and we wish the family well. And um, and the family includes our people at, at WABC. Absolutely, John who are extremely and, close and to Bernie. Curtis, yeah. you real? I don't know if people have listened to Curtis the last couple of days, but they've been impassioned. His uh, discussions of Bernie have been impassioned based on years of um, Bernie helping, helping him and teaching him how to become a superb radio uh, host. I mean, his, this guy, whenever whenever I'm on the road, and I like to travel a lot, you know, I like to, um, I'd, I'd like to do this show more often in front, of, uh, in front of live guests. I tried last night to see if we could do it here in Manchester, but the restaurant got a little nervous about it. I mean, I'd love to do it in front of a live audience a few times and just have them put up their hands and stuff like that. I think it would be better. I, I even think that we'd be better. Dr. Maria and I, I think you react to a live audience with oh, a special... And, and let's face it, one of the things we have in common is we are people, people, right? I'm a trial lawyer. We talk I'm to, to everybody. <laughs> I'm a trial lawyer. I'm used to being in court. I'm used to... It was, it, was, um, it was Roger Ailes discovering that that made me into a very, very good political speaker. When I first started, I talked like a lawyer, a lawyer, a lawyer. He said, get, ri get rid of the script. Get rid of it. Just look at the people and make believe it's a summation. And but, since then, I've been okay. <laughs> I think we can fit in Viviana if Please. she goes quickly. How are you, Viviana? Happy that you're feeling better, Dr. Maria. I am. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Happy Columbus Day. I'm trying to put everything real quick. No, um, go One of the reasons, one of the reasons that they are allowing pe uh, pedophiles to get away in the public school system is that they're there to groom the children. <gasps> there is a, a terrible, terrible new term that is coming on board, which is MAPS, 
M-A-P-S, Minor Attracted Persons. And they're trying to legitimize intimacy with children. And the pervert and becomes maps. And take away pedophiles. Take away the term pedophile. And the other day, I have to applaud one of the, um, uh, one of the, I think he was gay men. He spoke in front of a, a um, I think it's the uh, school board, and he said, these teachers have no right to go and, and talk to children about things that are not age appropriate and sexualizing and all of that, and they have to stop. So the thing is, the radicals have gotten control of our education, and we got to get them out. The Viviana, last thing, please vote. Sadly, oh, yeah, yes, sadly, you are correct, and it is disturbing. But the gay population, you're right. They are speaking out. They're also speaking out about this transgender with our youth and giving them hormones and having surgery. The Gay people are saying that's not what we're all about. We don't like perversion of children. One hundred percent. I mean, yeah. Maria, I'm, I'm not saying this at all in the usual condescending, liberal, silly, soppy way that we have friends that are that are that are gay. And I've done a I've done a marriage of a man, of two men, and uh, so there's nothing nothing here, you know, in my head at all other than fairness for every 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 everybody. And this is absolutely true. The gay community is being uh, victimized the way the black community is victimized or the way the Italian community was victimized by the mafia because there are some bad people in the gay community and there are some really bad people in the gay community. And there are some really bad people in the Italian community. And there really are some very bad people in the black community. Okay, we're human. I, I could say that about it. There, there, there are some very bad people in the rich aristocratic community. And we can't be afraid to stand up. And it would be great if people from people communities would. would stand up and, and point out the bad behavior of their their peers. Like I do it in healthcare. Every hospital I went into, when there was issues with processes or past bad behaviors, I'd recognize it and I'd put things in place so it doesn't happen again. But I wouldn't run from it. I wouldn't hide from it. And that's what we're asking of leaders. And leaders aren't just elected people. You could just be a community member and you're important and your opinion matters. And if you don't like the crime in your community and it's by somebody of your heritage, it's okay to speak up. It doesn't. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's absolutely okay for black men to get up and say, uh, too many black men in a certain area, not all black men by any means, but too many black men have let down their obligation as fathers. Perfectly okay. Do you know if Black Lives Matter stands for exactly the opposite? They want to get rid of fathers, and then they want to get rid of mothers after two years. Where does that come from? Call Marx. Black Lives Matter. Patrice Kalora's got caught just now spending another $10, 12000000 million. Do people really still donate? It's been exposed. They, they're they very proud that they were trained Marxists, and they, they're not doing anything for black communities. Where's all the victims of these Coca-Cola crimes? Coca-Cola get its money back yet? Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, anyways, that just... Okay, well, we're coming up near the end now. Don't forget, Rudy during the week, and then Uncovering the Truth back again next week. Get to my podcast. RudyGiulianiCS.com. God bless America. And if you're down in, uh, if you're in New York for the parade, come see us. We'll be on that WABC float. I practice my wave. It's very queen-like, I might say. (laughs) 
Thank you, Dr. Maria, the great Dr. Maria. Have a great week.